Hello, everyone. Welcome to Technically Managing. I'm Zachary Telke. And I'm Ramu Murakami. And this is a podcast where we talk about being product managers, um, surviving in your 20s, career advice, and anything else that comes to mind. Health, everything. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get like, we'll get the intro down at some point. I feel like it's still a work in progress. Like, we don't even know what we are. Yes. (laughs) By like 50 episodes in, we'll finally figure out what we're about. We're still like trying to get our identity. We're like a middle schooler just trying out different phases. (laughs) I think that's what technically managing is about right we're technically yeah. managing also our podcast clearly our jobs our life our relationship everything do you have you been getting that like the more the deeper i get into my 20s the more i'm kind of realizing i have no idea like who the hell i am where i feel like when we were in like yeah. school and especially high school there was this high school and college there was almost this push because the environment was more structured Mm. where you start to have an idea of an identity of yourself but then the more I just get into the adult world and I realize how kind of I guess you'd say just flowy everything is I'm just like I do not know who I am or where this is going to take me I think it's definitely the the mature type of things I guess like now we're like at least me like I feel like I overthink things a lot more compared to when I was for example in college Mm -hmm. like I think the other day I was talking to my boyfriend about it and I was saying it's crazy that let's say when I was in college and someone told me hey there's an after party here I would go without asking any questions you know and that's so dangerous compared to now it's like I don't know this person where is it like that's (laughs) so weird like I would not go you know I know that's like the biggest shift in my life because I'm like, how was I that reckless, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. We were somehow like dumber and more reckless, but we, I feel like we just landed on our feet more. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I'm still here, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but still, it's like, I think it's maturity and just thinking things a little more. And I guess we're like more in touch with ourselves now that we're older, I guess. So we question things more. I don't know if I'm more mature. I just, <laughs> I feel my problem is I'm realizing I need more time and there are more things fighting for my time. Yep. So I have to think things through more about what I'm going to like send it towards. Yeah, no, but... I think you have you have the right like wording because... I still sometimes feel like I'm 18, but trying to be an adult, you know? I feel like I go through, like, it's like a stock price. I feel like I'm being <laughs> smarter at some points and more mature. And then I just go through a phase where I'm like, I've been too mature and too orderly. I just need some chaos. And it just dips 100%. down. And I go yes. back into, like, 18-year-old mode for a couple weeks until I realize that I can't keep that up. And we slowly rebuild our maturity. That is a hundred percent. I think that's how I feel too. Like sometimes I'll be like, I just want to be home. I just want to relax. You know, I've been working for a long time, and I think we just lost you, Zach. <laughs> so just backstory: Zach just moved, as you guys can tell. He has a box behind him, and he switched internets, and it looks like his internet is not working correctly. But I think he's back now. But I can't hear you now. <laughs> Am I back? 
Okay. okay, you're back, you're back. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you This now. is upsetting me. Okay, so I had Google Fiber. I just, this is a topic for us. I had Google Fiber at my old apartment. I'm getting settled with the move. And my new internet provider, who shall not be named, yes, has been the biggest pain in the ass since the second I moved into this place. Literally, I was supposed to have internet like last Friday. Just didn't get, it just wasn't working. And I like after dealing with support for an hour on the phone, they're just like, oh, we had a date wrong in here. It should work by end of day or something like that. That is so annoying. Ever. Saturday was the day that we did the big truck move. Everything. Shoot, is it still bad? No, no, no. I mean, you're you're like freezing, but you're still I can still hear you. Screw it. I'm bringing I'm bringing technically managing into the kitchen and hardwiring into my internet. I do not care. <laughs> I'll solve this for next time. But in the meantime, we are going to... Let, let's see the tour. <laughs> this isn't... Of your house. <laughs> this episode's going to be a bit reckless. Because honestly, I'm kind of done. This is part of technically managing, guys. Figuring out how you can get good internet. <laughs> if well, I have to buy a second service provider for my office or just run a giant wire hardwiring myself into the new uh like my bedroom because this stuff is set up in um the kitchen i will but so why is it set up in the kitchen is it is there a reason is yeah there... we have like a special outlet for internet provider who shall not be named okay because <laughs> who knows it's probably <laughs> <laughs> who knows who Oracle is doing business with, but okay. Let's see if I can get this plugged in. I think people, if you've had a bad experience with internet, people might guess who it is. <laughs> no, I feel like there's a couple ones. The only thing is, I don't know if there's an outlet on my laptop for. Oh, the hardwire. I don't think so. I don't have one, actually. Oh, I don't need. Okay, this is a problem. Well, I'm going to sit here now because at least I'm right next to the box and I will get this worked out for next episode because I also can't have my work calls. Right. Be having these issues. But let's see if being right next to the box is helpful. Well, so how's the movie going? <laughs> so it's a lot more work than I thought it would be. Because last time I did it was, I think, two years ago. And that was, it was like a long day, but it got like knocked out during the day. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that bad. But I was moving a one bedroom at that time into a two bedroom. This time we had to move my two bedroom and Montana's one bedroom into a two-bedroom apartment and like right. basically we worked on that we've been working on that like day in and day out from friday afternoon through what's today wednesday today, thursday thursday yes <laughs> through tuesday i took off monday because the internet wasn't working because okay. we had to get a technician out for it uh and friday i bounced in the afternoon and just outside of work like i've been like waking up early and after work i've been 
Wednesday and today, just going back to my old apartment to get stuff done. I was trying to sell my old couch on Facebook Marketplace, and no one wanted it because everyone's apparently very particular on that. That so is this, crazy. This like, morning. If you, were, if you were in Tallahassee, that would be sold like in two days. So I was initially trying to see how much I could get for it where we started with like 20% off the couch because I got it a year ago. So it's like brand new mm -hmm. and I've been slowly dropping the price. It was like a thousand dollar couch that I had oh. on Facebook marketplace for like a hundred dollars by the end of it. But I have my like checkout appointment with my old apartment at 4 mm -hmm. PM tomorrow. So like, I don't have any time left. So this morning I literally woke up at 5 30 AM drove to my apartment and just my whole morning process was getting that giant couch down no. to the trash room <laughs> no so you threw it away i had to throw it away there was nothing else to do with it and i don't i didn't have a car anymore because like we got rid of the moving truck right and so I, it didn't fit in my car so i had no other options I'm like i'm just straight up out of time here wow okay well r.i.p to that couch i know so i don't know if you can see this is our living room in the background so it's just <laughs> Everything is still like, my life is absolute chaos right now. It's just me hiding in my office at my desk, surrounded by chaos, just like knocking out my work, trying to be in my own little world. Yep. And whenever I come out of that, it's just like straight into all of this. I have you ever tried to wall mount a TV? Oh my god, yeah, that's gonna be so okay. So, my boyfriend's dad did that for us because. Uh -huh. I thought that it was going to be very simple. Okay, so I'm I'm the handy person in my house. Okay, I'll fix everything, and it's weird, but yeah, I'm the handy person, and my boyfriend will be the assistant normally. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be super easy. Like you know, just drill into the wall, whatever. But of course, the TV is really heavy, and if you drill into into the wall and there's nothing behind the wall, the TV is going to fall, and maybe your wall will fall. I don't know, right? So my boyfriend's dad had this like little machine tool whatever that identifies or like finds like a column that you know you're able to drill into and put the tv on so that it doesn't fall so it's not as simple as you think like there has to be like a column or you something you have to find a stud okay yes that's what's called that like column of wood yeah right right mm -hmm. so <laughs> i have I already have like nightmare stories of wall mounting. So at my old apartment, I initially tried to wall mount and it was not working. I I swear I got a stud finder and like I searched everywhere. And I even just started doing the thing where you just like tap nails in the wall to see if you can find it. Yes. I'm I don't know if this is structurally possible, but I'm kind of convinced that wall didn't have a stud because it wasn't like a real wall. It okay. It was like the a wall that had a hallway to the left side of it and it connected one of the bedrooms to the living room like that's what the wall separated okay and i was be, right like I, I think it does but it just i literally had a full line of nail holes <laughs> just in the center of the wall i got so just frustrated at the end where i'm like i'll just patch this all up like i don't care i need to find this stud and i right. couldn't do it so I gave up on that project. And then 
fast so, forward. Wait, what happened to the TV? Did you end up mounting it or no? Mm-mm, just no. ended up doing a TV stand. Right. And then after my ex moved out of the place and I like completely rearranged the furniture and everything, about six months ago, Montana and I tried to wall mount a TV in my bedroom. That worked because okay, that was a normal wall. I bought a new stud finder. I don't know if it was the stud finder I was using before was broken or if that wall was weird because that was a weird wall, the first one. But <laughs> the second process was pretty simple. I move into this new apartment no. and I spent four hours yesterday. <laughs> the bedroom wall that like connects the, the bathrooms on the other side of this wall. I couldn't find my good stun finder. So as like some sick joke from the universe, all I had left was my stud finder that didn't work from the first time around. Mm -hmm. I've ordered a new one and it should arrive by like 3 p.m. today because I've had enough of that. And I need to see if it's like the stud finder wasn't working. Right. But the the stud finder that does work is either in a box somewhere and just the mess back here nowhere like i have no idea where it is yep or it's still in my old apartment somewhere because i still have some stuff left i have to do regardless no idea where it is so i also slowly i slowly just devolved yesterday into trying to find the stud to like trying to do the whole like measure it out because apparently studs are 16 inches apart that didn't work to i just started banging random holes in the line again like the first place and that didn't work so i don't know i'm hoping this new stud finder finds it because i'm losing my patience again with this one and i've just been having like all these little i love the apartment the complex is great um i'm super excited to be here but between that like just mm-hmm. all the boxes around me and the fact that i'm still not entirely moved out of the old place trying to mount that tv Yep. And my internet being bad, I'm just losing it a little bit. <laughs> a little, just a little bit. <laughs> no, and I don't know if this happens to you, but when my house is like a mess, I'm a mess in general. Yeah. You know? Like, because you work at home, so everything has to be kind of, you know, put together so that you're like, okay, I can concentrate, I can live without mess around me, you know? So I cannot even imagine how you're working right now. <laughs> Luckily, it's a pretty quiet week this week, especially with uh, the 4th of July holiday. Yeah. We're recording on Thursday the 6th. So 4th of July was on Tuesday. So I'm not... My like work life isn't too crazy hectic right now, but my personal, my personal life definitely is. But yeah. there's... There's a an end in sight at some point. I I think the hardest part of the move was Montana had a couch at her old place that like straight up didn't fit through the door frame. Wow. <laughs> and we didn't have a screwdriver because it was already at the new place. Oh so we couldn't God. take the legs off. And poor Subu. Um you know Subu, right? He yeah. was in our old class of team and he works at a rubric now. Yeah. Like another company. Subu came and helped us move all day. He also. That's nice from him. I was thrilled because apparently he really likes driving the U Haul trucks and I do not like those trucks. 
So he was enthusiastic about it. And I'm like, knock yourself out. This makes you happy. Like, you are more than happy to drive the moving truck. So it was just me and Subu just trying to get this couch through Montana's doorway. And by the time the whole process, like, we got it outside, it, it was already an old couch. It was just so banged up and broken wow. that we just had to throw it out. So <gasps> No. So you guys was... stand on the couch. Yeah, we need two couches. The couch that got banged up from Montana's, that was going to be my podcast and recording couch because I'm setting up a recording area. That would be so cool. In the office. So I need to get like another just like three person seater, just comfy kind of traditional couch. Mm -hmm. But for the living room behind us, we're going to get, I want to get like one of those sectional just comfy u-shaped like l or u-shaped ones okay the one i the couch i had to throw out in my apartment which was like this white l-shaped one Mm -hmm. that it was a good looking couch it was a little bit stressful having a white couch because of stains so i learned my lesson with that i feel like everyone in their 20s kind of makes those kinds of mistakes but Mm -hmm. It was also, it wasn't that comfy. It was pretty hard. So I just like want something I can like sink into with this place. Yeah. So we need to do a run to some couch store at some point after we clean this mess. But yeah, once once I get through the hard deadlines of Montana and I is like handing in the keys tomorrow, mm-hmm. I could take a little bit of a breather and everything else isn't so much of a rush, but I'm looking forward to getting this stuff out of the way as soon as possible. My internet's actually stabilized being right next to the box, even though I'm not plugged in. So that's a good sign. Yeah, that is. That I wonder if you get another box, maybe it would be good for you. Hopefully. I I wonder if they'd let me do that because so we have an outlet where it's like a special outlet for the company like the internet company that has it and I'm plugged into that but like with my Google Fiber that didn't need that didn't need like a special outlet I just plugged that into something I, I need to see cuz if I can just get a second box in the office yep that'd be fine I wonder I have two thoughts in my mind no three the first is if I could just get another box and just stay on the same plan, that would be ideal. If I have to buy a second internet line, I'll do that just because the work from home. Yeah, but I also kind of wonder if I could get one, see what other providers are available and have them like compete against each other where we have like one box in near Montana's desk and the other one in my office. But I'll figure something out. Yeah, because normally I think you can go to Best Buy and buy like a the the box for the internet and then plug it in, but I'm not very sure how that would work for like you know your internet provider. I think that should be okay though, because it's like an extender of your main box. But yeah, you definitely have to do your research because they're expensive too. Yeah, because with Google Fiber, they had like those little hotspot things. Mm-hmm that you had yeah, you had your main box like those kind of like amplified the signal which i don't know why the other companies have it got on that i've had a couple different internet providers in my life and so i think your internet provider has 
one of those because when I was running into issues, they did put one of those in my house, but it still didn't work great. <laughs> okay. Uh, Google Fiber, please come to the Barton Springs area of Austin. I would be very <laughs> grateful. I miss my gigabit internet. Uh, yep. yep. We'll, we'll survive, but... Did you do anything interesting apart from moving for 4th of July or not really? No, I've literally been like sun up to sun down moving stuff. I was so sore after the weekend, like my whole body was aching. Yep. And I'm pretty good with my workouts because I do like my 50 pound like full body kettlebell thing. Mm -hmm. My body like hurt in areas that I forgot it can hurt in. <laughs> Just because I'm like, I didn't know I had a muscle group there. I woke up this morning and my like lower back like started spasming. And I'm like, Montana's just like watching me as I just like can't move in these weird positions. I'm like, is this what getting old feels like? Literally. Like, literally. Oh my god. Like I was just telling you this um off camera, but like since I've been sitting down for so long working, mm -hmm. sometimes like when I wake when I stand up. I'm kind of like stiff, you know, like I can't move for a little bit. And I'm like, wow, I am getting old, you know, that's like, yeah, what hits me. <laughs> you wanted to talk about office chairs because I have. How do you want to approach this? Because I have some opinions on it because I actually really like my chair, but there's still things that I have to kind of take note of mm -hmm. when I work. So I guess like up to a point like yes your chair might have something to do with it but at the same time you definitely have to stretch you, you definitely definitely have to stand up but I mean I don't know if that happens to you but I forget sometimes to stand up you know and like walk a little bit like every hour maybe you should be doing that um but I think it's also my chair for sure you know and I just have like a nice pretty chair you know but it's not I don't think it's like the best for my back you know yeah the one I have is I have the Secret Lab. That's like a brand of it's a gaming chair, which is mm -hmm. just really nice for just long periods of sitting. I have the Titan XL Secret Lab. That one I really like and I've had it since I moved. I, I moved into my old apartment, mm -hmm. the one I just moved out of. The XL is good because that's like a higher chair just being like six foot five for me right because a lot of chairs even if it's like normal like your chair you're in now it fits and your head can rest on it yes. my head would go over it right like when i'm when i'm on an airplane my head just straight up goes above the headrest it's <laughs> it sucks so that's kind of something that i have to deal with in my life um secret lab makes great chairs like haven't had an issue of that and the Titan XL like fits me, so I'm really happy about it. The thing I still notice myself doing is when I'm like really thinking through a problem or I'm focusing, mm. I'll catch myself leaning forward. And sometimes I'll just like straight up like forget to breathe because like when you're standing and you have good posture, mm -hmm. your like shoulders are back, your like airways are all opened up, but even kind of now just moving into the kitchen and I'm just like sitting on a stool next to my kitchen island. You're like, like, yeah, I'm like leaning forward and hunched and like when I'll zone into something and really focus, I'll kind of like get close and do that kind of 
what was what's that like famous greek or roman statue like the thinker where he has his like hand on his chin yeah like one of those renaissance guys (laughs) made this it's a famous statue where he's just like hunched over leaning forward like the thinking pose i'll do that when i'm working and i'll like come (laughs) out of that just being like i don't know i don't think that's good for your breathing because you're not getting like these full deep breaths and also it's just hard on your back so that's not the chair that's just you having a bad me, yeah that's just <laughs> like oh. whatever my weird habits are mm-hmm. so just standing up and moving around especially in between just like deep work se- sessions that's something that's really important that's one of the things i like about work from home is you don't really have to justify if you want to like lie on the floor and just <laughs> get in a different position because right. i've always just even that's something that is weird and I'm curious how many other people have like thought about that where when you're in college and just high school and stuff, a lot of our deep focus, which is study time, which is like the same kind of frequency of work that you do in tech a lot. Mm-hmm. We would be doing that like in our libraries, like our dorm rooms, our bedrooms. So it just at least me, I would constantly be changing positions where I would like sit at my desk for a bit and I'd like lie on the floor and then lie on the bed and then I'd like walk around. I think just because getting your body in different positions helps prevent you from getting too like tightened up yep. in an office. That's not really uh, yeah, something you can, you can do. <laughs> yeah. And you can't just start going like being weird because it distracts other people. Right. And like Oracle, at least there's, places that you can you can go to like a break room and we do have some like study rooms like little alcove offices or if you want to go sit a table outside i feel like tech is definitely a culture that is a bit better of recognizing the benefit of multiple work zones but when i was at my first job and it was just like straight up cubicle land there was no place to go if you weren't at your desk. So it was kind of like, well, if you're not in the bathroom or eating lunch, there's no reason for you to stand up and there's nowhere for you to go. So I just remember that making me so antsy, just having to sit there in my cubicle and like just no reason to get up and move around. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think definitely that is like a good way of approaching like not being sitting down for so long like I've seen people that they just like stand up while they they're having a a meeting you know um and I've thought about also buying that desk that goes up and down because I do feel like if I get tired of being sitting down I could just stand up or for example, like I might be sitting, but I cross my legs while I'm sitting here too. <laughs> so yeah, I think that would be weird in a office environment for sure. Montana has one of those like up and down desks. She really likes it. And mm-hmm. she even got one of those like desk treadmills to put underneath. Mm-hmm. How is that? So she's she's doing the whole I think I would ask her about it. She seems to like it. I haven't paid too much attention or like dove too deep into thinking about that because i think it would at least distract me too much of my work but she yeah she's going like the full 
like cardio exercise when she's working. I love that. Honestly, like I do want to try that. And I've also seen these where there's a table attached to a cycling, a bicycle. Yeah, like those little bicycle. Yeah. You can even just get like those little wheel things that you put underneath your desk. Oh, I haven't thought about that. That is Yeah, so you don't you don't even need to get like a full setup. Like you could just get like a little portable, like cheap thing off Amazon to start Mm -hmm. just to see if you like it. Like I'm sure the more expensive ones are better, but there's ways to kind of dip your toes into that game. Right. Have you stayed consistent with working out and everything? Or how has that been? During the move, no, because, but I mean, it's I'm not guilty about that just mm-hmm. because I have been lifting heavy boxes day in, day out. So I'm kind of getting my workout there. <laughs> You're like, one, two, <laughs> with the my box. biggest, yeah, my biggest problem at my new gym, like the one in my complex, mm-hmm. is going to be the ceilings are low. So I don't have a full wingspan oh, where I can touch the ceiling. Crazy. It's That's going to be a problem, problem for me. Yeah. So, with my there's two problems with that the first is they don't i'm trying to remember they either don't have kettlebells in my apartment gym or their kettlebells are too light of a weight Mm -hmm. so i need to order a kettlebell and for just like a certain amount of my workouts i guess i'm just gonna have to go stand outside of the gym for some of them just because a lot of it's like swinging it over my head i'm like i'm not changing my workout it's taken me like five years to finally find like a full body thing that works and is efficient with my schedule because my whole workout is the kettlebell circuit it's called this dude named keith weber he's this trainer it's his kettlebell circuit if you he just sells it on his website he's like pretty well known and like the fitness community he went on a rogan like joe rogan's podcast at some point so you can just like buy his kettlebell circuit workout for like 15 or 10 bucks on his website And it's a series of seven videos. So you can either do the workouts where you just break it up by video or you can just do them all back to back. It's designed to be done both ways. Most of the time, I'll just knock out all seven back to back and it's like a two hour workout. And I do like two of those a week. And that's that covers all of my lifting bases. Mm. And then on the days that I'm not resting or doing that, I'll run on average like five miles Mm -hmm. a day. So, like, that's all of my working out. Um, They have the treadmill here, so that's taken care of. But I need to order a kettlebell online. I'll probably get one of the ones from Onnit's website. If Onnit wants to sponsor, like, (laughs) a 200-viewer podcast and just send me a free kettlebell, they have ones that is, like, the kettlebell's, like, a gorilla's face or just, like, a lion. or They have, like, some cool-looking ones, but they also have, like, the heavier sizes, so... I need to get that shipped here. Yeah. Wow. I I never thought of like the problem of not being able to stretch your arms if you're like very tall. I'm really short. So, you know, I don't <laughs> That's have That's my whole problem. life. I can't like fully <laughs> extend myself in most environments. Even moving into this place, Montana's like, okay, now we're going to put your stuff on the highest shelves because I right. can't reach it. And she's like, it's really nice to be tall. I'm like, not really. All the only thing I can do is reach the highest shelf. Most environments are not made for me. Like I literally have a dream that I'll just have like one day when I'm rich and just have enough money, I want to custom build my dream home 
to a size where I feel like a normal person. Yep. Because my whole life, I've just been walking into just <laughs> overarching ceiling things. Just had to, like, scrunch my shoulders in in hallways. It's I need, like, the reverse of, like, little people, big world. I need, like, big Zach little world. And I feel like tall people even, like, hit their heads, like, accidentally, right? Sometimes oh, all the time. Walking. <laughs> He's like, oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm pretty sure I have Neanderthal DNA. Because the amount of times I've hit my head and I've been okay... It's like, this is a pretty thick skull. There has to be some genetic reason. There was one time when I was in grade school that I was running outside at recess. And because our school hated us, we had to play in the parking lot. And we weren't allowed on the grass for some reason. Even though there was a perfectly good field. I don't know what that was about. And I like tripped over just some mound of just, I don't know, you call it, what's the material that parking lots is made of like that tar asphalt thing mm -hmm. there was just one uneven section of it and i just went forehead first oh into the ground God. i had a well on the center of my forehead like a cartoon no concussion oh my god just giant so fist size well in the center of my forehead and i I'm just can like... even hear like the bang you know like into the floor Oh, yeah. It sounds so painful. Oh, and my this God. is like a parking lot. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I could be smarter if I didn't keep hitting my head on things. <laughs> You're there killing your neurons. <laughs> I know. That's what my dad always says. He's like, you'd be a genius if I didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so, so what have you been working on this week apart from moving? Yeah, so off Monday and Tuesday, this week has been, I've been taking care of a lot of admin stuff, which is mm -hmm. good. I need to get that out of the way. I've been working on my Apex workshop mm -hmm. for SQL CL Liquibase. So we mentioned it, I think it was on the last podcast. Yep. I released my SQL CL Liquibase 101 workshop for the uninitiated, the uninitiated we have a free tool for the Oracle database called SQL CL. It's basically a command line for working with your database. And you can put your SQL and PL SQL code. Um, and we also have a bunch of other commands directly into the command line with it. One of the features included with SQL CL is called Liquibase. We built it on top of the open source Liquibase platform and added a bunch of extra goodies into it. And what it basically does is allows you to automate the creation and uh, updating of your database objects. So things like your tables, procedures, constraints. So really good for just getting objects built and automated super quickly. Really easy to add to your larger development pipeline. So the workshop that I released, and you can find that on Live Labs, it's called Take Control of Your Database with Automated Schema Changes. That's up and live. That covers all your basics and general concepts. And I'll be doing a webinar on that material July 25th. We'll put the links again to that in the description. And I'll also be presenting on it for Cloud World. Another thing which is in the end of September. Another thing 
that I'm doing, which is what I'm working on now is this Apex workshop. So SQL CL Liquibase, along with letting you automate your database objects, mm-hmm. also lets you automate your Apex objects too. So Apex is our like low code, easy to use development platform for making enterprise applications. So with SQL CL Liquibase, you can use it to automate the deployment of those applications and also REST APIs that you build using ORDS, which stands for Oracle REST Data Services. ORDS is our tool for making for building REST APIs easier. Apex is our tool for building applications easier. The workshop I'm building now, which will also be featured at CloudWorld, that will just showcase the automation of Apex apps and Oracle REST APIs. So yeah, this week and next week, I'll be pretty heads down building that out. Things have been pretty quiet in the office this week, and I'm hoping that extends to next week. Because if so, I would love to just like stay heads down next week and just bang out most of, if not all of that. So that's kind of my big project on my agenda right now. Are you creating like a totally new live lab or? Yeah, this will be a lot shorter than the other one. The the one I made for the SQL CL Liquibase 101, that workshop takes about an hour and 15 minutes to complete. Mm -hmm. This is like a little quick 30 minute workshop. So it's like a supplemental like zoom through it type thing that will be like very quick and easy. So it. Luckily, the development time for that won't be nearly as long, especially because a lot of my bases are covered with already having built the first workshop. But this is my new baby I've been working on and nurturing. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work either way, because you might be like, oh, you know, this is going to be a fast live lab, whatever. And then you're going over it and you're trying to make sure that the screenshots look great that everything makes sense. So it is very time consuming for sure. So stay strong. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What have you been working on? Um. So I've been mainly been working on a PowerPoint presentation for Cloud World 2. So this would be like a digital session. And I've also been working on videos for the new database 23C release. So basically talking about the new features for Oracle Graph and Spatial. We're very excited about our new features. So I hope I can share this with you guys like pretty soon, but I know that in a little bit. So definitely stay tuned to like the Oracle page so you can see all of the new features that the Oracle database have, because I think it is really cool. It makes developing easier and just faster overall. So a lot of people will benefit of it if they use the Oracle database that I hope they do. <laughs> I know I have also- I haven't looked into the 23 stuff yet. Like uh-huh. I need to set aside some time just to focus in because everything I've been hearing and just the feedback and all that mm-hmm. is people are pretty happy and excited and looks yeah. like it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, no, it's very cool stuff. I think we're definitely moving towards being more inclusive of everyone. Also non like developer, like, you know, not like super technical people too. 
and I mean I'm definitely a super looking forward person towards like not always technical super technical content even though I know the technical part is very very important but just making it simple for everyone not just you know everyone that's super expert on stuff so this this is like a really good release I think yeah fun stuff yep for sure for sure but that has been taking a lot of time a lot of time <laughs> like creating videos and everything is also very time consuming but it also gives me like an opportunity to actually get used to talking in the camera you know and also it helps me be a little more creative because I'm trying to make things a little more visual more entertaining not just like that typical long PowerPoint video that you watch and you're like not understanding half of it, you know? <laughs> so I'll share with you when, when it's done and maybe you can post it in um, Talkie Tech. Yeah, I'm down for that. That's something that I'm really looking forward to doing is I was working in the living room at my old place and like the podcast studio area of my office, just because I have like a full room now. Mm -hmm. I'm also I'm going to get like a green screen and set that up in my desk area to like, be really in depth with being able to do video content. So okay. the Telkey Tech YouTube channel has pretty much just been the podcast and podcast clips right now. Mm -hmm. But very soon, as in, when I get a good camera and some lighting after I finished putting away all these boxes in this apartment. Yeah. I want to, I have like so many ideas for just video content surrounding art, like database tools and all that, that I really want to get into uploading videos super consistently on our tech and just being able to like help and do walkthroughs and explanation videos on that. So exactly. there's a lot of cool stuff in the pipeline. It's just finding the time to get to it. Yeah, and I think we should definitely share ideas on how to create like effective videos. Um, <laughs> because I do have a lot of like opinions on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever you're ready, I'm down to like talk about it and see what you think too. Because I feel like the more I talk to people about video creation and stuff like that, the more I learn and I see and I see other people's perspectives. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah, Chris Hoyna on my team, he's been doing video content lately. Mm -hmm. He's gotten pretty good with his video production where I was just checking out one of his like most recent videos last week. And it's like smooth. He's got like the transitions, his camera quality and audio is good. He has like the sound buffers in his room. Wow. He has like the just the screen coming in stuff. So I need to pick his brain more when I have a second because he's doing like an awesome job just getting that kind of stuff down. I need to take a look for inspiration when I get to that stage. I definitely want to like check out his videos and see. Yeah, let me see what his channel is. I should shout him out for people who are interested. Yeah. I'm going to pull that up right now real quick. Let's see. Chris Hoyna. Yeah, it's just literally at Chris, C-H-R-I-S, mm -hmm. Hoyna, H-O-I-N-A. 
that's his YouTube channel. I and A at the end. Okay. H O I N A, just first name, last name. Okay, I found him. Ooh, oh, I think I've seen some of his videos actually. Yeah, yeah I think I it. I think TikTok, the one I, I yeah, he's doing shorts and stuff. I need to figure the YouTube shorts thing out. Mm -hmm. That's like a bit outside of my area of familiarity, but those get some pretty good views. Yeah, no, they do. How how are we feeling about our views on you know LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram? Uh I haven't been paying attention to other than YouTube because I'm not like logged into that. Right. What have you been seeing? How are we doing? Like how many people are watching us? Honestly, so I'm able to see the views in TikTok and I think views wise we're doing pretty good, honestly. Um we're like on average 250 or so. Oh, per like clip that we release. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really good. Um I think for LinkedIn, it's been good too. I feel like we're we're getting more engagement compared to before. So something must be going really good, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. We've been having Megan, my sister. She's been taking over a lot of the Shout podcast. <laughs> I know. Megan, thank you for your good work. She's been taking over a lot of the podcast clip making. Because mm -hmm. I we do want to get that released on more of a consistent schedule and that's just hard to do with our hours and like time on our hands so i think like the more we can get that out i'm having her do some research for getting us a new logo to be updated and i know you and her are gonna be talking about some stuff soon so there's some good things in the pipeline i'm excited have you seen our views lately for how many people are like watching on the different platforms because mm -hmm. yeah like tiktok has been good youtube's been youtube's been like okay we're we've been around i would say like the 20 to 30 people checking out like a clip mm -hmm. range we had one clip that like randomly blew up to 400 people so that was wow. kind of funny That's i have no idea how the algorithm works but yeah if there's talking about that one was work like working in a work environment versus like a school slash study environment. What? That is so yeah. Crazy. It was like a pretty random one. <laughs> like I would think the the money one would be a little more you know like attractive to people. So uh -huh. I'm like surprised honestly that it was that one. <laughs> it was funny because we have two clips out now, which is Ramu talking about getting her promotion to IC two. And there's another clip with me talking about getting my promotion to IC3. Mm -hmm. And they're both at, like, the same amount of views on YouTube. And it's funny just to check to be like, who's what, what are people more interested in? Like, Ramu's promotion story or mine? But it's been, like, pretty, like, neck and neck. So I thought that was funny. I mean, I think a lot of people have told me they've watched our promotion videos. So that is something that a lot of people get interested on. Mm -hmm. So... I think it is a good topic, but I'm very in shock that they care about, people care about work versus, you know, studying. Yeah. Like, and it's also just cool 
an interesting seeing because we're posting this stuff across multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. It's kind of random where TikTok, the engagement seems to be the best, but I also like know that's the most popular one. Yep. I just I wonder what goes into people just choosing like one. I don't know how people like find us and all that. Cause like, even with like the 400 view video on YouTube, how did that you- one, I was just like, who, who are you people? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, even with like the 20 view uh, clips and stuff on YouTube, I'm like, is this the same 20 people or like a different 20 people? Like, is it just like my mom and Megan just watching the same like clips? Just like being supportive, or like times. I'm, I'm so curious who are the people who actually watch this stuff. But yeah, if anyone who listens, there are things they like about the clips and don't like, or just they want to see more or less, let us know because, and just especially topics and stuff too, because we're trying to figure this out as we go. Exactly. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about saving money with your movie. <laughs> How did that go? So I'm happy. So moving is expensive. Actually, the truck wasn't that bad. I think the U-Haul was like $150 for the day. That's so that's yeah. the easiest way for you to move. That's the cheapest way for you to move. U-Haul's a bit unhinged, though, because we I had like my appointment. And one of the things they had on their website when I was like getting the reservation Mm-hmm. Um, was there like if you if we can't honor your reservation, we'll give you fifty dollars? And I'm like, <laughs> why are you? Guys, I'm like, is this a big enough of an issue that you guys are like advertising it on your homepage? It's like, we might not have your truck, so just be ready for that. No, literally. So I show up, uh, the like Saturday morning to get my truck and stuff, and Subu and I are just there, and the guys like, we might not have your truck. <laughs> and it was it wasn't like this was a late day reservation where they were planning on someone to bring the truck back and they just didn't or something like this was a early morning reservation we were one of like the first people there and we're just like what do you mean is and i don't even remember what the guy said like he he was nice it wasn't his fault he just worked the desk but i'm kind of just right. like really like i've had this reservation you're like we probably don't have your truck. And then, so he's like, yeah, let me call around to the other U-Hauls because there's like a dozen in Austin. So I'm like, okay. I wasn't freaking out then because Austin like has a lot of U-Hauls and it's just an in-town move. We just moved from like the east side to the west side of town. So it wasn't too crazy. But after like 45 minutes of us just like waiting around and a guy like calling all the different U-Hauls, he's like, Oh, the system just updated. Like, we do have your truck. It's just right back there. And I'm like, it's a oh giant truck. God. Like, aren't you? You could have actually checked. Like, you, know? you could physically see if there's a truck or not. Oh my so God. That, that is annoying. I know. So that started the day. I've just, just like dealing with customer service and all that stuff and just random, unexpected chaos has been my week. But we're, we're alive and. I'm excited. Only having one apartment and sharing the utilities on that will be super good. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to save more money that way because my rent will be like 
less than half of what I was paying before between the fact that's cheaper than my old place. Now I'm like splitting it 50% with Montana. I have a bunch of side projects I'm working on. A lot of them I'm not ready to talk about. So having some extra money to kind of throw at bringing those to life is something that's exciting. I will be relaunching my newsletter. It's going to be next week, I believe. I was trying to launch it for the 1st of July, but I just completely <laughs> over you or underestimated the move and just all the stuff going on. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to have to get pushed to the wayside for a week. But yeah, for people who aren't familiar, I do a newsletter that used to be called the Wednesday Weekly. It was basically once a week on Wednesdays, I would just share like Oracle database tools, product news, stuff we're working on, like here's some workshops and just instructional videos and things like that. We've released um, specifically me, but I would also like if Chris released something, I would feature it too. And I'm pretty sure you had a post in there that I shared also. So sharing on the Oracle database side content, I would also just do like three quotes a week, which was just like a fun little like book quotes that I found interesting. People really liked that. And then just any other stuff that was going on or that was fun or interesting. Like there was one, there was like an article by Mark Anderson, who's like a really smart, well-known tech venture capitalist. And like, oh, like I would share, say, like something he wrote or a video I found interesting there. So it's a lot of stuff surrounding the tech space, both like telkey tech, technically managing Oracle database tools content. You got the quotes and anything else fun. Just because that was too much of a commitment for a weekly release cycle, I've been working on switching it to a monthly newsletter called The Monthly Mail. Mm-hmm. So it looks like that will be released next week. So if anyone's interested in checking that out, just go on my website, telkey.tech. It's not a .com. It's just telkey, T-A-L-K-E dot tech. And you can sign up for that. Promise I'll make it like worth your while. The whole reason I switched it from a weekly cycle is because just with the amount of content emails people get, I wanted every time that you opened a newsletter to be like a multitude of value more than the cost of the like three to five minutes you look at it. So these are going to be like very like densely like value packed, um, especially so now that's going to be on a monthly release. So yeah, if you want to support what I'm doing, if you go on the website, you can see it'll either be under the Wednesday weekly banner currently. And that banner will soon change to the monthly mail. So just look for a button on the top of like the table of contents that says one or the other, and you can like easily sign up. But I've also, one of the things I do miss is I really liked finding those quotes to do for the Wednesday weekly. Mm-hmm. So I made, because I'll, I'll still be doing like the three quotes as part of the monthly mail, but I made a Twitter and Instagram page where I'm doing a daily quote Ooh, okay. just to keep that going because I do miss doing that. It's pretty funny because I haven't told anyone about it yet. So and... this is like the reveal. 
<laughs> yeah, this is the reveal on it. Please go subscribe to it because I like the only subscriber right now is me. So it kind of looks a bit psychotic where I'm just releasing like these daily quotes and Wait, I literally is, have So this is not your your current Twitter and mm -mm. um and Instagram? No, I started a new okay. Twitter and Instagram for this page. Okay. Just because I want it to be like this separate little thing. Um let me find the name of it just so I can share it with people. Well, I just want to say that um, your newsletters, I really love them because they were so like right to the point, you know, and they were just easy to read. So definitely Thank you. subscribe, people. Subscribe. It's nice. <laughs> You've got the endorsement from Ramu. It's not just me trying to peddle my right, stuff. Right. He's not trying to sell anything. <laughs> yeah. So the the page on Twitter for the quote of a day is uh, quotable underscore minds. That's the Twitter handle. So it's just at quotable minds. Mm -hmm. And then for the Instagram page, it is, I'm loading it up now to check. Uh, quotable nuggets. So quotable <laughs> underscore nuggets. I'm doing the same post on both of them. So just whichever platform you prefer. If you want to subscribe to both, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a repost between the two. Yeah. That's just like another fun little side thing I'm doing. Because I don't know. I, I find it kind of nice because I miss doing that. Mm -hmm. And it does just kind of, it's almost like a little meditation in the morning. Because I'll just like wake up before work starts. I'll sit down on my personal computer I'll just like, what book am I thinking of now? And I'll like just go through some of like the quotes in it. It sets you. And I'll be like, yeah, it just gets me like kind of chewing on like a little like piece of wisdom. So I've enjoyed doing that. And by the fact that I've been doing it for like the past week only to myself, I'm it's, it's it's like you know it's it's something I enjoy doing. If you yeah. find it interesting, follow along as well. And if I get some subscribers, I'll look less like a crazy person talking to myself in the corner of the room. So <laughs> that's always appreciated. No, yeah, definitely. You should have made a post on LinkedIn. I'm going to. I have a couple things in the pipeline I need to do because I'm I'm restructuring. There's some back end stuff I have to do with the monthly mail. Mm hmm. For people who go to subscribe, pay attention for a confirmation email where if you put your email in and hit like the subscribe button, you still have to hit the confirmation button and it might appear in your spam folder. I'm pretty sure there are people who've like signed up for the newsletter and they just never got added to the list because it like their confirmation email got sent to spam or something. Oh. So I need to. I need to like essentially take the monthly mail and put it underneath the Telki Tech domain. So it's not just a Gmail. So it doesn't get put in the people's spam folder. And so I can just do one of those like Kapka, like click the image. That's a mm -hmm. bicycle. So you don't have to have the confirmation email at all. I'm waiting to figure that out. Hopefully over this weekend before I do the blast promoting the monthly mail and I've also just been waiting to do a blast promoting the right. quote pages on social media. So I have like a queue of little side project stuff. You know, I, I don't know if you would be um, comfortable sharing, but I think something very useful would be 
going over how you created your page, you know, mm -hmm. like tips on like what worked for you, what didn't work for you. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're still figuring it out with like the email confirmation and everything, um, but maybe like the tools and stuff like that, because I do think there's a lot of people now that are trying to build their website and they don't even know where to start, you know? Yeah. Killian, who we know. You... Sorry? Oh, wait, I'll... You finish your thoughts and I'll go into it because Killian, who's one of our mm -hmm. product manager friends who Ramu and I went through the solution engineering class up with, yep. he's trying to release his blog soon. So I was giving him some advice on that. Yeah. So um, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, so even like as a, I, I don't know if you like coded anything or anything, Um, mm -hmm. but I think if there's like a non-technical side of it um it would be nice to highlight because there's a lot of people trying to create websites for a lot of things not just for themselves but one of the big ones is definitely building your brand so maybe we could do an episode on that yeah i can even it'd be cool if i did on an episode kind of like the same way i did the finance talk where i shared my screen mm -hmm. i have no yeah. problem walking you through the dashboard because even on Telki Tech, I did some cool things where all the art I like made myself. So that was prob <laughs> that wasn't probably that straight up was the most time intensive thing. Right. I but I, I can talk to the topic a little bit now, just as like an overview, because it is interesting. I ended up going Squarespace for that website. Um I looked into WordPress a bit. And WordPress gives you a lot. WordPress is better if you want to get your hands dirty of customization and you have a lot more flexibility there. The reason I want Squarespace is because Squarespace like will let you build a professional website super easy. Their templates are really good. Their interface and all that's awesome. I've only like ran into some minor bugs with some things. I would say for the average person who has like a full-time job, go Squarespace instead of WordPress, unless you really are passionate about getting your hands dirty with the customization, simply because there's not enough hours in a day. Because yeah. when I started, I thought I was originally going to do WordPress. I'm just like, I don't have time to constantly be in like doing maintenance on this. Mm -hmm. which is why I went the Squarespace route. And that was even something that I was talking to Killian about because he was going to go WordPress too. And I'm like, if as long as what you are trying to do can be covered by Squarespace, which for blogs and your standard websites, it sh should be good. That is the easiest and probably best route to go for time conscious people. If you're looking to build an e-commerce store, go Shopify all the way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some competitors like do your research, but Shopify, you can't go wrong as like definitely a top contender. Right. Squarespace for your websites that you're not trying to sell things on though. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my breakdown of those. But yeah, with Squarespace, do you, my kind of lessons I've learned from it is I didn't want my website to just look like some kind of standard anyone could do it kind of thing which is why it was really important for me to do all the art myself because like right. i wanted to be special like i wanted to be like a reflection of like me because you 
if you're having if someone's taking the time to go to your website and not just say like stay on youtube or social media you want it to be like a special different experience from what you'd normally get so that was like a big factor kind of in my philosophy behind it right doing the art for that was great but also for any other art that you need that's not say like part of your creative process Mm -hmm. i highly recommend checking out the website's pexels p-e-x-e-l-s and unsplash u-n then splash s-p-l-a-s-h those are great for getting copyright free images that you can use both personally and commercially without like having to worry about that because you'll have your premium websites where they have more variety of images mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember good names for that it's not sticking at the top of my head but like you can easily find if you google like there's plenty of websites out there where you can buy images um but you can't really just you you can't go around just googling images and taking that for your website because chances are that's owned by someone just getting the peace of mind to make sure you're not doing anything you're not supposed to pexels and unsplash like you can get your bases covered really well with that and then outside of that for a lot of my projects i just mock stuff up in powerpoint because i'm not good with photoshop and i don't have the time to learn that so that's kind of been like my process behind it yeah i think you should also have a video on how you create your powerpoint stuff because it's i want to do that e-course you told me about i haven't forgotten that idea i think that would be wow people would actually pay for that for sure yeah, if people have interest in that, it would definitely motivate me more if I like knew people would look it up because I've done some pretty cool things both in like solution engineering and product management where when I was a solution engineer, I had three mentees who were in the class of after us. Mm-hmm. And I would like constantly just both for like team activities and also for my little like mentee buddy sessions. Mm-hmm. I'd be making these like little in PowerPoint, like Photoshop, just banners and stuff for like these little brochures for like our buddy sessions and it's kind of funny because yeah I'm like I'm not out here building professional like marketing campaign level images but what I kind of learned from that process and just us talking about the e-course idea Mm -hmm. is for a lot of people who like work in corporate you don't need to have crazy level just renderings of images to make an impact if anything just doing a little arts and crafts and like showing that you put some heart into it that can really make an impact of the people around you and just give something that's like a talking point show you care just elicit just some like positive response and buzz in your work environment so it'd be really cool it won't be it probably won't be until after cloud world that i can think about the idea just because my schedule is so insane right now, but I really would like to do that little, I can like just put it up to like $20, just a little PowerPoint e-course where not only will I be talking about quote unquote, like how I made this art and like the process behind those tools, but I just also wanted to be about like brainstorming and talking about like the applications for this and the ideas. Cause there's like so much just cool 
anyone can really just boot up PowerPoint because we all have it yep. and just start altering some shapes and just make something cool for your team or just your office or personal life. Yeah, no, I'm, I think it would be a great course and you might be like surprised when you actually release your e-course hopefully soon, you know, <laughs> because I mean, I'm the type of person that Googles everything, YouTube's everything. And when I need inspiration in my videos, for example, oh, how can I do, I don't know, I was looking for a cloud word map, maybe. I I was Googling um for a word map, right? But I think it, it has another terminology, but I, I was just, you know, my, my second language barrier of thinking was not correct with that, you know? You mean word art? kind of like have a list of words in a screen but show them more like artistically like some colors oh. and i know that's done in analytics um i don't know if it's called cloud um, i know what you're talking about cloud. um but i didn't think of it as analytics you know because normally when a word is shown bigger that means that it appears more in one text or something like that I was looking at it more artistically for it to look better in my presentation you know mm -hmm. um but I always google things for inspiration and even YouTube things for insp inspiration and there's a lot of YouTube channels that make slides look pretty you know for powerpoint and i get a lot of my ideas from that so you should definitely like you would be surprised of like how many people actually use that you know mm -hmm. and i feel like if you knew photoshop you would be dangerous i'm telling you because <laughs> you can do so much in photoshop and i just think that you would be like dangerous like for real dangerous. <laughs> I need to get it right. It's so funny because I'll be I'll be like Your slacking. Stuff? Oh my god. Yeah. I'll be like slacking <laughs> and just like in text threads of people and like it's something will be like a topic. And within two minutes, just in PowerPoint, I will make like put together a meme super quick. Yeah. And you yeah. will be like, How did be so fast with this? Exactly. Yeah. If I can get PowerPoint down that not PowerPoint, if I can get a Photoshop down, that's something that I definitely kind of have on my like dream bucket list of getting to I'm you've gotten me really excited about the PowerPoint idea because will I eventually have to learn Photoshop probably but but you don't PowerPoint have to is honestly, just with what you what yeah you I do right now in PowerPoint you really don't have to but it would be like I, an add-on you know yeah I don't have to but it'd probably be good but the reason why you got me so fascinated about like the PowerPoint course idea is because not many people know that you can like do some pretty good Photoshop and PowerPoint and it's a lot more accessible to people just because like everyone has it. Photoshop yeah. is more expensive mm -hmm. and not everyone has access to it. It's like you have much bigger audience of people who just don't really know how powerful PowerPoint is. Exactly. Yeah. Microsoft like throw some money my way because like I will promote like <laughs> the shit out of your like 10 year old product that still is probably the best one out there google yeah. slides is pretty good too i like what they've been doing with that but powerpoint's still my big go-to with all that kind of stuff yep honestly just sprinkle some ai I, I don't know if they're trying to do that but i know photoshop now has an ai um feature 
where you can basically say something like change the background to have clouds in the sky or something like that. And then, oh, my like, daily quote, I've been using AI for it to generate the images here. I can screen share just to show you Ooh, interesting, like what I'm doing. Yeah, because this was also just me playing around with. Uh, I forget which one I'm using for like the image generator, but I'll find the quote. Oh, OK. And then I'll just like this is part experiment for me, just generating the image from like an AI image maker. Mm -hmm. That's really cool, actually. So like you post the the quote and it gives you the image. Or no, I'll do a different prompt. Okay. Uh, like say for example, like the Tempest quote right here, like mm -hmm. from William Shakespeare, like what's past is prologue. Mm -hmm. With that one, I think the prompt I gave the AI was like a ship, like a ship sailing at sunrise or sunset, okay. something like that. So the prompts are different than the quote. Like I'm not giving it the book quote, but okay. It's also, yeah, it's been a fun way for me also just to play around with different phrases to see what the AI comes out of. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny because my experience with this, because up until I started playing with the AI stuff, it's really hard to tell because everyone has so many opinions around it, like what's hype and what's not, or the like, are they going to just completely wipe out creatives now or is AI dumber than rocks? Like, I feel like the conversation is. There's just like the two extreme camps of people think like we're all going to die from AGI in like three months. And oh the God. other side is like, this is completely useless. And it's like not smart enough now. From what I've played around with. And I'm sure there's more sophisticated image. I, I'm using, I forget the name right now. I'm using one of the better ones available at the moment. But just from like my experience playing around, especially with the image one, mm -hmm. it handles certain things very well. But my impression, both with chat GPT and this image AI, mm -hmm. is within certain parameters it's really effective at automating work for you. Yeah. But human creativity still yeah. has a level of preciseness that I don't think the AIs can match right now. Cause I can, exactly. I can like, even with the images, like I can generate in my head some ideas for stuff and I can play around and adjust that more and go into more different directions mm -hmm. than the AI, where even just using it for image generation, you start to see the patterns of how it makes the images. And you're like, oh, you still kind of have like this bandwidth of frequency and you know how to make stuff within that. But there's not really a way to communicate with you as well, like getting outside of, I would say, that lane. Yeah, um, I think right now, at least, is a compliment to what we can use it mm -hmm. for, right? Like, I don't think it is as creative as we are. We still have to prompt it, right? Like, for example, you're saying boat sailing away, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've gotten crazy images of, for example, I I'm in your, I'm in your um, Twitter page right now. 
and I see that you have like a girl, right, with the with like flowers around her. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've gotten like an image of like three armed girls or something like that, you know? Yeah, I've had it's funny because there have been images that I've had generated mm -hmm. where if you just like take a glance at it, everything looks fine. But when you look closer, it's like, oh, that's like pretty morphed and nonsensical. Yeah. And there's been images I've really liked, but there's just, I don't want it. I don't like, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm using AI yeah, to generate the images, mm -hmm. but I also want the page to be something that you don't look at it and go like, oh, those are AI generated images. Like I want exactly. people to, I want it to come across as natural. Mm -hmm. And I've had to like, I've had to not use images that are really good just because there are certain details that are just like so randomly <laughs> like exactly just morphed that I'm like that's that's distracting exactly yes so I think it will get there but it's not there right now to the point of you know comparing our like um creativity to like the AI right now yeah it is interesting because like the GPTs and the image generators now, I feel like they'll be very good at staying in their lane. But I think the whole artificial general intelligence mm -hmm. concern, this is something that there are people who can speak to it better than me. But my impression is, is whatever is going to create artificial general intelligence, I'm sure we're learning a lot of lessons from the stuff coming out now. But I think it's gonna it's gonna handle the processing in a different way than these GPT type AIs now. Like I I don't think say like a GPT like eight or nine or something like that is going to be where artificial generate like artificial intelligence, like real artificial general intelligence comes from. Mm -hmm. I don't it's it's hard to put into words. I just just the patterns I'm seeing in the limitations doesn't strike me as something that can be overcome by that model of processing. But I don't know. I'm not an AI engineer. So maybe they there are specific technical problems that they solved. And I'm sure there are from seeing these GPT types yeah. work. And I'm sure we'll keep coming out with like bigger and bigger and like better models for that. Like Apparently, it's pretty helpful for coding, and yeah. also thing like things like account accountant type work stuff where you have pretty structured rules and parameters. It can work very well within those spaces. For me personally, my kind of concerns and stuff I'm keeping an eye out for is I'm scared about artificial general like general intelligence just destroying us all so yeah, that's that's definitely. my big thing chat gpt is not going to take over the world i'm worried about whatever that thing is going to be and then the other side is is just from me being selfish and being a creative worker i'm paying more attention to stuff that can like outsource me i'm not worried about the stuff coming out now making me replaceable yeah me neither i think it's in yeah. the future maybe you know but yeah but the stuff coming out now can definitely automate a lot of other work areas mm -hmm. and provide a lot of business value so that's why i'm kind of like the more i take a look at this i'm like okay this it's not 
it's not like the one camp that's just like, oh, this stuff is useless because it doesn't do the specific thing I want. It's like, no, there are actually some probably pretty specific applications for this that can be really helpful. Yep. Chat bots, I'm assuming this would be really good for just making more sophisticated chat bots. Um, but it's also not the other end where it's like, we have three months until the apocalypse comes because we're that close to AGI. Yep. I mean, and if we are, it's because engineers are working something out on something outside of this, at least in my uninformed opinion of the matter. Yeah. I mean, I like using like these like image gener uh gener generatives, I guess it's called. Um <laughs> I think that is pretty cool. Um and it helps. So I see it as a tool for sure. For now. Yeah. And I definitely hope it doesn't, you know, end our world because yeah, that's scary. So Zach's <laughs> quote Instagram page is gonna take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. But yeah. I think that's a good place to end the episode. Yep, I think it is too. Yeah, that was uh, Technically Managing Episode 11. Thanks for swinging by, everyone. And yeah, if you have any thoughts, comments, interest in any of the stuff that we mentioned um, today on the podcast, go check it out and also reach out to us if you have any feedback or stuff because we're always looking to improve and see where this experiment takes us. Yep. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Have a good one.